hello and welcome to a brand new week. This Monday pep talk, I think is gonna meet you right when you need it, okay? I know that feeling, the actual dread (laughs) of navigating the daily dinner dilemma as a busy mom. I see you, okay? I know that your weeks are so full and often at the end of the day, the very last thing that you want to do is figure out what the heck you're eating for dinner. So we're gonna dive a little deeper into this. This is kind of high level. I really hope it's going to call you into action, bring awareness to your current routines and end this once and for all, the stress that accompanies a brand new week, a full week, and knowing how you are going to fill and feed with nourishing, amazing whole foods for your whole family. So let's get to it. Welcome to the Thrive With Me podcast. Imagine waking up each day truly excited about how you show up as a wife, mother, and ambitious woman feeling clarity and confidence in how you design a life that you love and define success on your own terms. Hey, I'm your host, Natasha Bell, and this podcast is for the modern, ambitious woman ready to rise in health, community, and faith in her calling while having a lot of fun. Each week, two new episodes, and they are here to inspire you to dream a little bigger and to propel you forward in the life you are creating. We are choosing vibrant whole health over burnout and overwhelm, a powerful mindset, building a strong spiritual foundation, and doing it with the best community of women who are here to cheer you on. And we are going to learn so much together from impactful interviews with women just like you who are building families, careers, and legacies. It's my mission to cheer you on, see you win, and magnify the voices and gifts of women in our community. Let's go. I hope that you are having a beautiful start to your week or whenever you're catching this podcast. I really think this pep talk is what we all need. And admittedly, I need to come back to this time and time again as well too, because Every season of life is different. Every week feels a little bit different. And there's just a lot going on in the best way possible is my hope. So this is a question that I know all of us as parents really struggle with. And I don't wanna make the assumption that it's always on your shoulders, but in a lot of households, it might be up to the the mom, the the head and CEO of health and well-being in the house. It's kind of how I look at us in a lot of situations. And shout out to the guys, the men that are holding it down too and really contribute in this way. But I think really if we look at this as a whole, for the whole family, we all have full lives. And generally speaking, when you wake up in the morning and your feet hit the ground, I mean, I'm hoping that you can savor and and nourish your mind and your body and, and have a little morning routine that feels really good to you. But really, we hit the ground running, right? Like especially a Monday. And so things are always in motion and busy and you're being pulled in different ways. So that's just the reality of it. But here's what I know from working with a lot of women over the years as it pertains to nutrition and healthy lifestyle choices. And really my own experience of being a mom of three and living life kind of in the fast lane, being multi-passionate as an entrepreneur, um, knowing what's for dinner. I mean, honestly, 
It can be such a stressful thing. And I, here's the thing. I don't think a lot of us actually understand how much mental capacity and mental fatigue actually kicks in when our brain continues to loop on these little dilemmas or things that we need to do in a day where what I want this to be for you is routine, is rhythm. And do you see the difference in how that actually feels if you really, really think about it? (laughs) It doesn't need to create friction. For a lot of us at the end of the day, it can feel like one more thing. So here's what I want to do today in this little pep talk. We are going to talk about how to navigate the daily dinner dilemma, because I know that's something that you're struggling with that we all do to some degree. So you can come back to this as many times as needed. And I just want you to know, like, I see you. I know what that feels like. And I know that probably if you're listening to this, you're like looking ahead at the rest of the week, feeling like. What's for dinner? What are we? We're not going to have time. You're you might even be thinking like, okay, where are we going to pick up dinner on this night? And so as someone who was very health conscious, that's really where so much of my passion comes from is recognizing when we are nourishing our body and our cells, our vitality, our energy, the longevity, our just how we show up is completely different. And there's so many parts to this of just getting the right food into your kitchen, which is very important. But more than ever, as we are really, you know, contending with higher grocery prices and really having to pay attention, having a plan is one of the best ways to keep your family on a great budget when it comes to good food. But it's also going to be saving you a lot of time and stress that's associated with it when you have a plan. So let's start there, okay? There's a few things that come to mind when I'm thinking about how can I empower you to not be stressed about it, not to give it more power than it needs, and to create some rhythms in your week. So having a plan. This will be different for all of us, of course, but I think you really have to have a sound understanding of what is required of you in a week, knowing what's on the calendar, because that's really going to allow you to navigate and map out what will work. So for example, there might be one day of the week that we are actually all home and sitting around the table together just because of the season we're in right now. So that is the night of the week that I will have a slower meal, like one that I am like really in the kitchen making and with intention. And I feel like my family can feel the difference sometimes in those meals. Um, And those are sacred meals for a, a young, busy family. You know what I mean? So first of all, have a plan, look ahead. Ideally, you're gonna look at the week, but the reality as you're starting out, maybe you just need to look at one or two days at a time and that's okay, okay? Because I feel like you'll be able to stretch it a little bit. So having a plan is so important because I know you know what happens when you don't have a plan. What happens when you don't have a plan? (laughs) It feels really bad. Oftentimes you're going to lean on something that's maybe not as nourishing and healthy. And really you're probably going to get takeout or you're going to order something in. And I, I'm not saying you can't do those things and there's not a time and a place for that level of convenience and ease and fun that comes with that. But we are all being more mindful of our food budgets and our grocery budgets. So that is right off the top, one of the easiest ways. Stop the takeout, stop the takeout, or the the fast food, sorry, and just make sure that you are prioritizing your food dollars in a way that works. And I think you'll be shocked the more that you do this and really commit to the process and rhythm of this. 
So first thing is to have a plan. So right now, as you're listening to this, what do the next two to three days look like? What are your evenings look like? What are your activities? And then you're really going to kind of reverse engineer that a little bit. The thing that I really want you to do as well, too, if I'm thinking of like, how do we work smarter, not harder? How are we more budget friendly? How are we, you know, really focused on well-being? I have a feeling if you're like me, if you got really just gave yourself a few minutes in the kitchen, you got really honest with yourself. If you go to your freezer, you go to your fridge and you go to your pantry. I have a feeling you actually could really decrease your (laughs) grocery expenses this week by leaning into the things that are already there. I'm not saying you don't need to go grab a a few fresh things to, to, you know, complete a meal or have some fresh stuff on hand, but we have stuff sitting there that I think we just, maybe out of a bit of laziness, out of lack of creativity, not really knowing what to do, we just don't use it and it's sitting there. So I'm I'm looking at you, you know, big bag of rice and canned chickpeas or dried chickpeas, you know. So like, let's get creative. As you really commit to doing this right now, how can you get creative with what you already have? Your bank account will thank you, but so will your body. I mean, like, let's use the stuff that's already there. So I think that that would be a great place for all of us to just kind of begin when we're really like, okay, what's for dinner? <laughs> Asking that question. And then the next thing I wanna really encourage you to do is, If you have a favorite cookbook, something that's collecting dust that you haven't looked at in a while, um, Pinterest. I mean, I love cookbooks, but I love Pinterest. It is so, so easy. So, you know, I will talk more about this too, but I love buying our animal protein in bulk. So I buy beef in bulk. I buy our chicken in bulk. And so I, for example, if I know, like I'm looking ahead to the week, I've got some frozen little roasting chickens in my freezer. I have a plan to know when I pull that out, but sometimes I'm like, hmm, how do I want my chicken to be this week? So I will literally just go to Pinterest, depending on the day and what's going on. Sometimes it might be a slow cooker meal because I just need to set it and forget it. The other times I might do it in my cast iron. The other times I might do it in my air fryer because it's also very low maintenance and really easy to do. And I'm looking for different flavors. So I, I share that with just saying, sometimes we might just need to break out of routine of just like the monotony of the meals that we get comfortable making. And and not that comfort is bad. It's not bad to have those like go-to meals. I'm, I'm a huge proponent of spending less time in the kitchen and doing more life living. Um, so it's not to say that those, you know, really simple meals are not right or things you shouldn't lean on, but how can you get excited and really kind of feel excited to make meals? Doesn't mean it has to take a long time, have a lot of ingredients, but just find some inspiration. So having inspiration is really important. And this is also a necessary step if you're going to go to your pantry, freezer, fridge and see what you already have. Like just put in a couple keywords of ingredients you have and see what pops up, see what you can make and make adjustments as needed um, because you don't always have to have every single ingredient um, and, and just have fun with it. So I think having a plan is so important. Being able to use what you already have, like let's not have food waste, that is the worst. I hate food waste. And then find some inspiration. Then next when I think about like, okay, how do we not have the overwhelm and like the drain or burnout that comes with thinking like, what's for dinner? We need to really reframe this, you guys. Like really, what a blessing. We get to put food on the table for our family and make food. 
We are in the top, I don't even know, 1%. If you're listening to this podcast, let's be honest with our blessings, okay? You get to put food on the table for your family with a lot more ease than other people living this human experience globally. So let's like have this beautiful reframe. Next, I really want to think about like, how can we recommit? And I'm not saying, I'm not saying, okay? I'm not saying that this is all on you, depending on the age of your family, the stage of your family, maybe everybody makes a meal of each day of the week and it fits within your routines and activities and work schedule and all that stuff. So see where you can get creative and, you know, be the CEO, delegate a little bit, ask for help, make this a family thing. What beautiful skills and teaching are we giving our children if they know how to make food? You know, like, hello, let's bring them into the kitchen, let them build confidence, gain confidence in that skill set. It's a life skill forever and ever. And you, it does take a conscious decision to recommit. Okay. So if nothing else, I really hope you can just, you know, find some inspiration, see what you have map out a couple days at a time. If you need to go back to episode four, do that. Episode four is about easy meal planning for busy moms. There's a few more tips in there, but I feel like this is like always a timely conversation that we can kind of circle back to and recalibrate. But what I really want you to think about at at bare minimum, the very least thing to do, get out a sticky note or open up notes on your phone and just write out Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Let's just talk weekday because I feel like there's always going to be some leftovers. There's weekends can be a little bit different, but let's just be, let's set up this framework. And if nothing else, if you can run through and know what's in your kitchen, map out a bit of a plan of like what you're going to, you know, kind of put into what spots, if nothing else, go one day at a time. So the night before, on, so if you're listening to this today, tonight, I want you to know what's dinner for the next night. And sometimes we just have to go really small. But if you give the mental space for five minutes, it doesn't need to be more than five minutes. If for five minutes you give yourself space at the end of your day, as you're kind of tidying up your kitchen, putting it to bed for the night, making lunches, organizing for the next day, whatever that looks like, Please give yourself the five minutes to look at what you have, write it out on a sticky note or put it into the notes in your phone. What is for dinner? And then the next step is if there's anything that needs to be pulled out to be unthawed, if you just need to put stuff together in your fridge, the section, or you can wash or chop anything, do that. You know, maybe it needs to just go into a Ziploc bag or an, um, Oh my gosh, a bowl. Words are hard. A bowl in the fridge and cover it up. Like maybe you're, um, you know, maybe it's the chicken that I talked about and you're like filling the cavity with some delicious lemon and some sprigs of herbs and some garlic and onion, like whatever you need to do and seasoning it or doing a little rub. It doesn't have to take time, but give yourself the five minutes the night before so that intermittently throughout the next day, you're not sitting there stressing and giving it more mental capacity than it needs. Don't let dinner drag you down, okay? So really think about that. It Just keep it that simple. It's beautiful to have a framework for the week. Get really familiar with your schedule and what is needed of you. Go reference what you already have in your home. Let's use what we have, less food waste. If you need to work one day at a time, that's fine. But you need five minutes the night before to save yourself a lot of time and stress the next day. 
And perhaps it will require you leaving a few instructions, sending a text to somebody in your family being like, you know, if you're the first one home, can you turn the oven on and put this in or whatever? Communication is key, but I'm telling you, it does not need to take more than five minutes to really have a bit of a plan. Yes, you will have to work in when you're going to get groceries and kind of what that looks like into your routine. But I really just want to encourage you to focus focus on nourishment because that is the ripple effect to your energy. That is how you show up every single day is what you put into your body, okay? So get really honest with yourself. Is this stressing you out? Is this feeling hard? How do we remove the friction from that? Can you please, please commit to me for this week and then beyond, of course, but for five minutes at night, you're going to think about what's coming up for the next day. And then you're going to say, poof, it's gone. That stress that sometimes accompanies you into the next day and worrying or texting your husband or unnecessarily stopping for takeout or at the grocery store and overspending on things that you don't actually need. Like have a plan, commit to this every single day until it becomes a new routine that feels really good. And if you have any questions, you come let me know over on Instagram. But I really think for once and for all, we are going to recalibrate and we are going to say no more. This daily dinner dilemma is no more. We do not give it any more power than it needs. You are smart. You are capable. And I just want you to eliminate the additional We have so many things to think about in a day. This doesn't necessarily need to be one of them that you're worrying about throughout the week, okay? So I hope kind of a high-level conversation of just like, okay, let's not let dinner win. And now you have some really tangible, easy ways that work. This is what I do. Yes, is there the odd night that I'm like, oh my gosh, what is for dinner? Absolutely. But your future self will thank you. My future self thanks me when I think about it and give it the five minutes the night before. It's not hard. We just have to put it into action. Okay. I hope you have a beautiful start to your week, to this day, wherever you are. I'm sending you all of my love. Thank you for being here and I will catch you back here for another episode. Thanks for being here, and I hope you loved today's episode. The next step is to take action on what landed for you. And it would mean the world to me if you could take one minute to leave a review on Apple Podcasts, come say hey on Instagram, or send this episode to a friend. I'm cheering for you as you take your health, life, and career to the next level.